What's up, everybody? Just waiting for the lovely, talented, beautiful Barry Boo at I'm Barry Dammit to get on this live. It's a late night live. It's a chill late night live. And while we wait for her, I'm going to play her latest single. It's called In the Mood. Hope y'all like it. I think it's fire. Let me know if y'all can hear that. Send me some hearts up if y'all can hear it. Come on, Barry, where you at? We waiting. I'm a little comfy tonight. Got my robe on. I hope y'all don't mind. I'm keeping it comfortable tonight. I wasn't feeling too good this morning. But I'm feeling good enough to talk to my homegirl for sure. Hey Natasha, what's up now, music? Chakra, what's going on? Mama PPLC. Make sure you get your questions ready. Barry Boo is a singer, songwriter, originally from New York City, but she is based out in LA now. Oh, wait, hold on, there she goes. Come on, Barry! <laughs> I can't wait to see your face. I just sent you a request in. PPLC, Barbell, how you doing? We got Barry Boo in the room, live from LA. Make sure yes, I am going to, hold on, let me put this in the comments. I'm tagging her in the comments so y'all can have her handle. And make sure y'all drop some badges tonight in support of Barry Boo and all the wonderful things she's doing. So what's up? How what's up? You? What's up? I'm here. <laughs> yeah, thank you so much for joining. You know, I called you my live you know, I so you my late. Roots too. So I gotta say I'm up here with my roots cute. That's what that's what <laughs> I call you. <laughs> Yes. Yo, the last time we saw each other was Was it at, at the Grammys? Grammys? Was it at in the 2019? Grammys? That is crazy. Was it 2019, right? Or 2020? It was 20 When did the pandemic was it start? 2020? Right before the pandemic. So so it was 2020 then. Yeah. It was that 2020. Was we saw each other. I think 2019 was my first time going and I went with you. 
Yeah. <laughs> and we yes. turned that place upside down. <laughs> yes, we did. It was amazing. I don't think it's going to be that great again. I'm sure it will be <laughs> when we're on the stage getting an award. But as far yeah. as going, that was a moment. For sure. I wonder how things are going to change now with the pandemic and needing to be vaccinated and all of those things. Like, how, what is that going to look like for next year? I don't like, know. I mean, I'm sure everybody's going to have to be vaccinated. It may be the same thing, but you just got to be vaccinated. That's it. Right. That's, how, that's how they did the BT Awards this year. Like, yeah. Know, it might be a smaller audience. You know, they might separate people. And not everybody's not, like, completely, like, right next to one another. But... Mm -hmm. yeah. Well, I know this year they only did it for the VIP people only. So you could only go if you were nominated or performing. Oh. And then they had them like all spaced out on a rooftop oh. somewhere. I don't know if you saw it this year, but it was very like I did a very watch small. It. Event. I, I watched it for the BT Awards. Yeah, I watched yeah. it after. Like I watched it on like a replay, so I didn't really like study all the stuff. But like, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. So we're, we're going to jump into some questions. I see one coming up already. DJ King, he wants to know a little bit about you. Where are you from? Oh, I am from Brooklyn, New York. And? All day. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I live now in Los Angeles. Um, I've been living here about a year and a half now in the midst of the whole pandemic. I got here three months and got shut down. But it's been really amazing. Um but I am a, a rapper, singer. I don't choose at this point. I just do what I organically hear. I call myself a swagstress. <laughs> um, and yeah, I, I started out in, in New York City, um, singing at a, a lot of open mics and um, doing background for a lot of local artists which turned into major artists. And the journey has led me to do some amazing things. And now I'm here. Yeah, so yeah. Can you tell us some of the people that you've worked with? Um, so, <laughs> um, so I started off, um, one of my first major artists was Melanie Fiona. So, like, I was with Melanie before she even She's grew tough. up. Yeah, so I was with her from the beginning, and I was with her the longest, and I got to learn so much, um, with her, through her, um, and then from her, I just, even while with her, I just started working with a lot of, um, uh, artists. It's kind of like a word of mouth kind of thing, you know, once you build these relationships with the MDs and um, my girl Scott knew a lot of people as well. We were like the dynamic duo. <laughs> so they would call us to sing for everyone. So I've, I've sung with Ciara, K. Michelle, um, Robin Thicke. Wow. Uh, One Republic. So many people. Uh, the latest people that I've sung for was like, like um, Dion Warwick and MC Light. And, oh, legend. Yeah, legend. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That, that is some legends. And um, Jeffrey Osborne and CeeLo. <laughs> so yeah. it's been a really, really great journey. And um, I have my music out as well. When I first started, I didn't really have music out. But now I get hired as the artist Barry Boo. So I'm able to kind of promote myself at the same time. So that's super dope and, and important. So, yeah. Yeah, I just want to say kudos to you because I feel like it takes a lot of courage to step out of your comfort zone and to like just uproot yourself and go somewhere else and take that leap of faith of like, I don't know what's going to happen, but that I'm going. That was the going. thing though. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I've always wanted to, I've traveled to out here in LA a lot touring. Um, so I always liked it. I, I've been talking about coming here for like 10 years, like literally. I just thought it sounded like a broken record. But I always commended people that were able to just, you know, 
call another place home and just relocate. And I always wanted to see what that felt like. And literally, I felt it in my spirit. Like, God was like, it's your time. Go. And I was like, if nothing crazy, crazy major happened in New York that's going to keep me here, I'm going to go. I had nothing out here. Like, it wasn't like I had any cushion. I had no job. I had no gig. Like, it was just like, I'm going to go there. I'm going to take that leap of faith. And... You know, he's going to honor it because he said he will. And that's just how it happened. And I'm so grateful for making this decision. It's one of the best decisions I've ever made. So, yeah. yeah. Can you speak a little more on how that transition has impacted your career? Yeah, well, um, the thing is, I thought like a lot of gigs I wouldn't have anymore because I was I was here, you know, and they just kind of transferred. <laughs> it was like, oh, okay, like. So I can still do it. I can still work for the same person out here, you know, um, or people that once they knew I was out here, so many people will connect me. I'm like, I have, more, I have more connections being here. It feels like it. Like I have more connections being here than being home. Cause it's like, oh, my girl Barry is out there. I want to hook her up with such and such. You need to meet this producer. You need to meet, you need to be in this room, that room. So it kind of just worked out. And, um, I met some amazing, I met my community out here, and I think that's real important, um, you know, being in L.A. A lot of people don't like it because they probably didn't get a chance to find their tribe. And I think they, like they told me before, like, once you find that, you're fine. And that's really true because, um, and I was able to find that early here um, via someone I knew from New York. But we didn't hang out like that, but we always respected each other. It was always a mutual respect. And yeah. I came here, then we ended up hanging out, and now, like, I'm part of the whole family and we're just, it's a family of, if they call it the collective brand, but it's like a family of just amazing producer, writers, singers, just like everything in house. And um, they took me in and we just been creating some amazing stuff. And now I'm coming out with some new material <laughs> and it's been, it's been great. So I'm happy I made the decision. I would tell anybody just go step out on faith because it's going to, it's going to work out. You just got to, push it out there in the universe and it will work in your favor so it definitely i feel like la has taken all the good souls all the good singers from new york city everybody relocated yes everybody here are transplants <laughs> for <Yeah>. sure literally <laughs> everybody that i hang out with here are from the east coast i haven't wow. like not to say I, ha I wouldn't befriend someone from la it just literally hasn't happened yet like everybody that i hang out or know here are from the East Coast. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's got to be comforting and on some levels to see familiar faces and people mm -hmm. that kind of know where you come from. They understand the New yeah. York. Yeah. New York is different. Yeah. It's know, very when you, grow up, <laughs> when you grow up in New York, especially in Brooklyn, yeah. there's a different vibe that sometimes a lot of people don't understand. Right. So I'm able to still kind of get that vibe with the better weather. <laughs> yes, I love it. <laughs> so that's a plus. Now you got the plus. best of both worlds. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> and that was one of the, another main reason why I came out here because I hate the cold. Every winter I'm in New York, like, why am I doing this? So, hating it. Yeah, yeah. And right, you you moved too. You're in what New Mexico? Yeah, I'm in yeah. New Mexico. Um, initially, I did move to LA. But when I got there, things weren't going according to my plan. Right, because you had moved here. You were kind of like in here when we went to the Grammys, right? Yeah, I was oh, in the was... Woodland Hills area. Yeah. I stayed there for a couple months, and then 
I found myself getting back into that same grind uh, that I was in in New York City that was too exhausting for me. The, the grind of the bonus service. Yeah, the, the rat, grind the of like... Race, mm -hmm. yeah. And I knew that what I needed was a slowdown. I needed mm -hmm. to like pause and reflect on things that I've been doing and, mm -hmm. you know, revisit my, my five-year plan and right, <laughs> right, right. just hop on a slower train. And New Mexico was, was the place for me. I have family here. I've been visiting there. there as well. So how was the music? Is it a music scene out there or you just kind of like... You know, like I haven't, I haven't really explored that realm yet. And you know that I do most of my work online. So <laughs> I just be in my room connecting with people all over the world and doing what I got to do. With social media, I had someone tell me, it was like, well, I mean, like, you can go anywhere at this point. Like, I, you can go anywhere in the world and still do music, yeah. you know? It's just that, when, I guess, when it comes to, like, shows and stuff like that, I don't know how those, those markets are, you know, like, that would be the same. But, like, if you're doing music like you can literally go anywhere in the world you can literally go anywhere and if it's something that i need to be person for then i make sure that you know they pay for my flight right hotel right keep me up for two three days and send me back home right right, right <laughs> so right. that's how i've been doing it and it's been working out for me okay. i know i told you about those um marketplace websites like sound better and air gigs and stuff like that oh yeah i've been doing most of my side gigs on there while working on my solo career on the side Okay. I don't hear you. You're coming. You're coming in and out. I'm sorry again? because I just got a call. Somebody tried to call me. My best friend, <laughs> China. China always want to call at the wrong time. Tell us the that most opportune. <laughs> she picked the most opportune time to interrupt everything all the time. So how to come online and get in this live? <laughs> exactly. That's what she should be doing. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's awesome. I, I gotta talk to you more about the sound better because like, you told me about that a while ago. Yeah, right? and it's really booming now, especially that Spotify brought them out. It's oh, like uh, the competition has expanded. There's a lot more people on there looking for work. Uh -huh. And so there's always a lot to do and I can be selective when I want to. I can say no or I can take jobs. Right. It's all like, right. I set my schedule and that's been working for me. Because, you know, some days I'd be out of it, and some days, you know, yeah, yeah, but that's feeling like a hero. <laughs> yeah, you can pick and choose, like, okay, you know, yeah. this, is, this is not worth it, this is, you know, so that's good. That's dope. I need to, I need to get on to that. So I wanted to ask you, because I've seen that you've also been doing a lot of background stuff for high-profile celebrities. Mm -hmm. What is that like, and how do you stay relevant in a market that's so competitive like i know you said word of mouth but like what what do you feel about you is you know gets them to say hey i want barry again I need her. I need her. <laughs> um, regardless of like you know word of mouth will get you in the door but who you are will keep you there and i think when you're like touring and you're on the road with these people these people become family so more than more than having the talent people want people around that they like, that they actually like, you know? So I think that's why I always get callbacks for things and because people want me around. They literally, they want my energy. I've always been told, like, you have really great energy. They want my energy there. They want my presence. And so that's been amazing, you know? And I've been grateful to work with artists that I genuinely like, you know? Sometimes you meet people and you be like, oh, my God, like, it could taint your whole, <laughs> your yeah. whole thing, you know? I've been, people ask me for these stories, too, like, who was the worst person you saw for? Who was the best? I'm like, I really don't have nothing really bad to say about anyone. I mean, I can tell a certain story, but, like, for the most part, 
it's been really, really good. I've been able to work with people that are down to earth, that are genuinely nice, and I enjoyed being around them. I enjoyed the material, so it made me want to even learn it, and you know, I was excited. Yeah. I could fangirl sometimes. You try not to. That's what's hard. <laughs> That's what's yeah. hard. You want to be professional, but you're like, I want a picture. I love you. I just want to tell you that I love you. <laughs> I don't want to do too much right now, but like, listen, like, it's an honor to be singing for you because I was just, I grew up singing your stuff, you know? Um, so that's been cool, but I think for the most part, is really just being a good, genuine person and showing up and doing the job, you know? And that goes a long way because they remember that. They, they know, like, how they remember how, how serious you took the position. And um, if you're likable or not, you know? People want people around me that they like. Yeah. That's just, that's just, so, yeah. What, what advice would you give a young singer out there that's like trying to get into the background scene, um, scene and, you know, I mean, they, don't, they don't know what should be their first step? Yeah, yeah. I get this question a lot. I feel like everybody kind of has their own blueprint, of course, but there are certain things that's just like background singing or just like music one-on-one when you want to get out there and network. For me, it was open mic. You know, I started singing at Ashford at a legendary open mic spot. Well, New York, first of all, is legendary for the open mic scene, you know. So I was working at Ashford and Simpson Sugar Bar, and that's how it started for me. We had, you oh, had I Sugar Bar. Place. Huh? Yeah, you had Sugar Bar. Place. Every night had their main night. You had the underground, which is not anymore, but anybody knows that you was a singer like all the singers. Like, even if you didn't get on that stage, just to be in the presence in that building it was important because I can't even tell you if I ever got on the underground stage, maybe once, but I knew everybody in there and I was able to network and still sing background for a lot of people outside of there, you know? Um, there you had like Cafe Y, you had Groove, but Sugar Bar is where I, is my home, still my home, and that's where I definitely got my feet wet, wet and got my grounding and I would sing background for a lot of people there and it just, it just took off this. So I would tell anyone like, and it's just good exercise for performing and singing, you know. If you have any stage fright, you you, you know, if you wanna kill that part of it, you wanna get you'll get up there and you know, they'll they'll they do covers. They can do covers, they can you can do your own song on top of a cover. They're really incredible musicians so they can learn your stuff real quick, real easy, you know, they can pick it up. Uh, if you're more comfortable performing your own material. Um, so I was just saying like just being in the presence of what it is that you wanna do. It was. It's going to be a domino effect to what it is that mm -hmm. you want to do. Like you're going to definitely meet these people and pull those energies and yeah, be, you got to be there. <laughs> you just, yeah. you just got to be. You got to network. You just got to be. You got to show up. You can't be home talking about I want to perform at shows. Like it just don't work that way. You got to yeah. go into the space and um, people got to know who you are and remember you and be like, oh, okay. She sounds good, or she raps good, or she looks good, or she, you know what I'm saying? Like, it got to be something for people to be like, <laughs> I'm going to think about her for my next gig or my next situation. That's just really how it happens, so. Yeah. yeah. I feel like half the battle is always showing up. Mm -hmm. Like, once you get yourself to show up and just mm -hmm. trust the process, you, mm -hmm. like, your the possibilities are endless. Mm -hmm. It's so hard, because even for me, a lot of times, like, and I know a lot of people, like, the most phenomenal singers, you know, would say this, too. Like, you, it can be intimidating sometimes because you'll be like, oh, my. Oh my Especially God. in New York City. Girl. Exactly. And you'll be like, 
You be afraid to get up there because you're like, listen, it feels like the Apollo. You be like, look. <laughs> like, you ain't feeling the movie, okay? Like, I, that, they can send a, I know a few people, they probably went home and cried their eyes out. But, you know what I'm saying? You know, but you got to just get up there. You have to. The only way to conquer that fear is just to do it. It's really just that simple. It's not easy, but it really is just that simple. It's the only way you're going to get over anything is just doing it, so. Yes. Yeah, I feel like if you can do an open mic in New York City, you can perform anywhere. Absolutely. New York is so tough. It's, no it's, offense, it's, but y'all, yo. y'all in New York, man, with your straight <laughs> mugs and your drinks in your hand, Listen, don't want to crack a smile. <laughs> it's a tough crowd. And these people are crap. Like, most musicians and singers, like, we, a lot of us come from the church, right? Like, <laughs> like they will totally look at you and be like, because I'm not feeling it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you, know, you can't be mediocre because you are going to get some birds chirping, like for real, for real. Right. So, um, but it totally makes you a beast. And this is why they say you can make it in New York, you can make it anywhere because it really is true. Like, I'm out here and I'm like, I'm by myself. I left my entire family, my entire network. And I'm just like, not that I wasn't nervous about it, but I'm just like, everything that I've learned, everything that I know is, is so wired in me at this point that it don't feel like any difference. It's just like, okay, I'm just like in another place, but everything, the momentum just was able to stay and keep going. So I definitely think being from New York that <laughs> for that, <laughs> for sure. Yeah. 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 I'm finding that the common ground for a lot of singers is networking. Networking always leads to other opportunities. I know for me, I started in choir and through that choir, I met so many other singers and uh -huh. songwriters that then you know, later on in life, we all had other roadmaps and okay. other paths that we chose, but we always kind of sort of reconnected somehow and right. helped each other out. Yeah. Like this person that I yeah. you know, took this piece of advice and then you just keep building. Uh, I had to remind myself that. And that was another reason why I came out here too, because as much as, you know, I, I, people think I'm a social butterfly, I also can have social anxiety. So I'm not, I feel like I would be further in a lot of things if I just, went and spoke to people <laughs> you know what i'm saying i'm i'm more of like a conversationalist i'm more of like a mood situation like if we in a area i'll meet a lot of people because i might get invited to a gathering and i and i build relationships that way because like to just go out to a place into an event and even if it's just by myself and just start talking to people like that was never my thing so i was just like i need to get out of the comfort zone of what it is that i know so that i can make some new connections so i can expand my network so that was important for me to come out here and not have no cushion not having really many people that I know and to build that because I knew I needed to get out of that. I needed yeah. to get out of my own way when it came to that. So that's another thing too, you know, is conquering that fear of like, you got to do it. Just really no way it's going to happen. <laughs> Nobody's yeah. going to save you. <laughs> like, you got to do it. The most things that I've got is from meeting people. Like, so you can't be home and not want to go and not want to talk to people and think that things are going to just happen and fall in your lap. It just doesn't work that way. So, yeah. yeah. So I've always loved you, but I fell deeper in love with you when we were hanging out at the Grammys the first time that we went together. Uh -huh, uh -huh. And you shared that with me. You were like, girl, I have social anxiety. Oh, we did, <laughs> And right? then I was like, me too. <laughs> <laughs> it's so crazy because people be like, oh, my, no way. I've been like, half of the time I am turned up. I've been, I have done had a drink and now I'm just like, you know. But, <laughs> and people expect it all the time. So if I run into people, they'd be like, where is this 
this crazy. I'm like, I'm just chilling. Like, I could be super awkward. And I'm like, I know they probably walking off like, that was weird. <laughs> Please don't bump into me. And anybody that's bumped into me in the streets like this randomly, Please forgive me. I know I'm awkward. I know it's I know it's probably was weird as hell. Um, but yeah, so people wouldn't think that I do have that, but I do. And you you literally have to mirror my energy, you know, and then mm -hmm. I feel comfortable to just, you know, I, if I can just feel it in me when it just when it doesn't feel right, and I guess my anxiety just takes over, you know. But yeah. if I feel good and I feel comfortable. You know, your energy is reflection of mine, and I'm able, and that's how I was with you. I was we were able to just be with each other every day and, you know, yeah. <laughs> and go go paint the tower and like okay let's go, let's go you know so yeah so what are what are some of your strategies when you ha are having social anxiety and you feel yourself internalizing something and going through emotions <laughs> like what are some things you do to ground yourself yeah a lot of times I'll tell myself I have to tell myself like no one's gonna die <laughs> Nobody's going to die, girl. False alarm, don't be alone. Nobody's, but I kind of like talk to myself, especially if I'm like going into like panic attacks, like everything is fine. Um, I find definitely, I'm really close with my family and my best friends. They are like really like my, my therapist, like my, my, my tribe. Um, talking to them definitely helps my situation, whatever it is that I'm going through. Um, just to be reminded of who I am and why I'm here and why I do what I do. Um, but yeah, I, 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 I like to do affirmations. I definitely do affirmations in the morning. You know, I may burn my sage um, sometimes, but even if not, like prayer for me is like speaking things out. So, um, because like a lot of times if I close my eyes and pray, I'm I'm going to go clean to sleep. <laughs> like, I'm going to go clean to sleep and I'm waking up in the morning like apologizing to God, like, God, I'm so sorry. Like, you know, my heart. So, so for me, I kind of like to like, just talk to him, you know, I just like to talk and speak my words out. Um, and those things help me with my anxiety and just, you know, you got breathing exercises, which don't always work for me, but I just tell myself like, this is going to pass. It's going to be okay. You're fine. You've been here before. Like I give myself those self reassuring um, confirmations and it, it helps. It helps. It helps. It's a journey though. And I tell myself that too, because sometimes you think like, you're going to learn something and, and it's over. And it's like, no, it's a lifelong journey um, dealing yeah. with anxiety and trying to overcome I think it's it. all a part of the human experience. Mm -hmm. and another, we, we go through it. Yeah. Yeah. So. And so that's another thing I tell me, myself. Like, like, you're human. It's fine. That's another thing I tell myself. Like, yeah. it's fine. You're not going to die. But yeah. I feel like it's definitely gotten easier over the years now that mental health is being brought to the forefront and mm -hmm. more people are talking about mm -hmm. that dialogue that mm -hmm. they have that wasn't being spoken about before. It's so and true. Like it's Simon Cutcher. It's so true. It's people that I would, cause because I'm able to identify it in myself, I can identify it in other people when I see it. So it's a few people that I've said this to. Not even now, but just through the journey, because I knew I dealt with anxiety. I found this out a while ago, thank God. You know, I was able to identify what that was. Like, so there's people that I've seen that wasn't, they didn't know what this what this felt like. People would just be like, okay, well, I've got jitters. I just feel nervous. I'm just, like, overwhelmed with not really knowing exactly what was happening. Um, mm -hmm. and, and it helped them to kind of, like, really sit back and do some more research to see how they can cope with it, so... Um, and that's because it wasn't spoken about a lot in our community, you know, and, or they felt like going to therapy was taboo or 
for crazy people is such a stigma to it. It's like, no, it's fine. Mm -hmm. It's fine. It's super healthy. It's nothing wrong with it. Do what you have to do for yourself because the last thing you want. And it's going to pass. two more minutes mm -hmm. and I want you to take this time to tell people what's next for you what can we expect yeah because I, I love this single that just came out and thank I'm like, you what I'm, <laughs> it's so crazy you know you plan things and then like every other things can happen so like I'm definitely dropping a project this year I'm excited about I'm gonna drop an EP um so this single the video will be coming really soon and then I'm going to have another single that's going to come out. Um, so I'm excited about that. And, you know, I'm still trying to figure out my footing with the whole pandemic as far as, like, you know, tours or, you know, shows and stuff like that. But um, not that I don't have any shows locked up, but it can – I'm going to – I'm probably going to have a lot of my own – do my own shows, like, do my own concerts and stuff like that. Um, but those – even when it comes to shows, you know, you can get a call tomorrow and be like, can you perform here? Can you do this? Can you do this? So – yeah. You just never know how it's going to go. Um, I have, you know, I have my merch line out, BCD Collection. Um, I have some new stuff coming with that that I'm really excited about. And I'm also just excited about, um, I'm, with, I'm with SAG as well. So I always, another reason for me coming out here, I wanted to marry my music with acting and stuff like that. So mm -hmm. I'm definitely... <laughs> Yeah, I'm definitely. I can so see you yeah. on a movie <laughs> in a TV show. I right, can see I can see myself on like a Star Wars Empire. I'm like, oh, they need me on the screen. So, um, my goals are to definitely do more of that and put myself in those spaces as well, so I can kind of like marry the two. Um, so that's really important. Those are definitely like endeavors of mine that I want to tackle. Um, aside from my music, but it's still part of my music, you know. So. I have a few things that um, that I'm excited to get into and get the ball rolling on, but yeah. Well, mm -hmm. I hope to see you again soon. I'm going to yeah. be in LA in September. It's so crazy. I know. So Wait, you, too. <laughs> you said you're going to be in LA in September? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So hopefully, you have, if, I don't know how long you're staying for, but we will definitely have to get up. And, it's so crazy because we speak so often that it doesn't feel like I didn't see you in like two years. <laughs> I know. <laughs> September. 
Grammy season is coming up. Right, so. and you and you you on the next level now. You a voting member now? Yeah. Girl, I, I got to talk to you about that because you yeah, know you're level old. with me. <laughs> we <laughs> we got to be in these rooms together. Yeah, you said what? I said, we got to be in these rooms together. No, exactly. We'll talk, we'll talk off air because I'm just like, room is on next level now. I'm like, okay. <laughs> Congratulations. That's super awesome. Same to you, my love. Yeah. Have a good night. All right, bye. Thanks for tuning in. Oh wait, Bye, guys. wait. Oh um, yeah. Um, should I tell everybody or I should? Oh, did they already know? You you already tagged my stuff, right? I'm very Barrett everywhere. I, I tagged you, but say it again. I am B E R O Y D A M N I T. That's all my socials. That's all my networks. Like literally, Twitter, Facebook, even my email, my website, everything. I'm very Barrett. So yeah, stay connected. I'll keep you updated. Yeah. <laughs> yes, follow her. Also, yeah. download her single "In the Mood." In the Mood music. It is so fire. Thank you. It's for the club. Motivation. I'm the turn up queen. I'm the turn up queen. So if you want to party, <laughs> put my joint on. <laughs> yeah. Next yeah. week, I have somebody by the name of Jazzy Management joining us, and he yeah. wants to talk about artists and unclaimed royalties. So yeah. make sure you tune in. That one's going to be a real juicy oh, okay. one. I have some questions I want to ask, too. Okay. Uh, okay. And then I'll also be doing the reveal of the official podcast name for this show and oh. i will be revealing the logo so that's that's, that's, that's another thing I, I do podcasts too i forgot it's so much stuff I'm, i got I'm, my hands is in a bunch of things so just follow <laughs> me so you can see <laughs> but awesome Ruth. thank you baby thank you too have a All good right. night have a good night Mwah. bye